Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. We're in Luke chapter 6, begin in verse 17 with me. After coming down with them, he stood on a level place with a large crowd of his disciples and a great number of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon. They came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and those tormented by unclean spirits were made well. The whole crowd was trying to touch him because power was coming out from him and healing them all. We are setting up for Luke's Sermon on the Plateau, which could be the Sermon on the Mount, spoken by Jesus in Aramaic and translated by Matthew into Greek, and then from Luke's uh, amalgamation of like Peter's accounts and others into Greek. And so it's possible that Luke and Matthew are both describing the same sermon. Uh, in fact, there is a level area on uh, this hillside uh, that could be the spot where Jesus spoke, because you can see the text says that he uh, went to a level place. Okay, so it's possible that he's speaking from a level plateau, and this is the Sermon on the Mount. What comes next is the Sermon on the Mount. But it's also entirely possible that Jesus would use the same material more than once. Um, it could be that Luke's gospel is translating from Aramaic to Greek differently than Matthew's gospel is translating from Aramaic to Greek, and that Jesus is sitting on a plateau while giving the Sermon on the Mount, but it also could be that this is a totally different sermon where he would recycle material. That makes me feel better about <laughs> my need to recycle material as I preach and as I write curriculum and as I do devotions for every day. Like I'm out of stories. I'm creatively bankrupt. I am wholly dependent on the Word of God for my content. And it makes me feel better to think that Jesus may have uh, given the same sermon more than once. But either way, either way, look at this crowd and look at their hunger and look at what they're really gathering around. Right? It's a massive crowd, great number of people from huge areas, Judea and Jerusalem and up the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And they came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And this is often overlooked in, in mainstream Christianity. Those tormented by unclean spirits were made well. So he's casting out demons. This would come up. Uh, th this would come up ten times in the Gospels, and it's not often preached on. We're going to talk a little bit about it today. The whole crowd was trying to touch him because power was coming out from him and healing them all. This massive crowd is hungry, just for Jesus. They're reaching out. They're trying to touch him. There are people who are affected by unclean spirits and they're healed in the presence of Jesus. I believe that evil is real. Um, every time we see a mass shooter, I feel like I'm looking at someone who's been possessed by the devil himself. Someone who wants to do as much damage as he can before he's destroyed himself. I see that as the same spirit that would inhabit Judas, ultimately causing Judas to do damage and then end his own life. I think that unclean spirits are a real thing, and I think that we as Christians should pray for this. We need Jesus. We need the Holy Spirit of God uh, to deliver us. 
you know, in this regard. And if you suspect that you're being tormented by an unclean spirit, uh, would you go before the Lord? And this might sound like it comes out of left field, but it actually comes out of Matthew 18. Uh, would you search your heart for a lack of forgiveness? Because it is entirely possible that you have been subject to torment uh, by an unclean spirit that has been allowed upon you by God because of a lack of forgiveness in your heart. All right, now this is not a demon doing the bidding of God. It's a demon tormenting. Right? It's an unclean spirit that is tormenting. That's just, that's what these rebellious spirits do. But God allows everything that they do. He presides sovereignly over uh, he presides sovereignly over the universe and the devil goes before God and asks for permission. God gives him parameters within it, which he may work, but ultimately God's sovereignty is over the whole thing. And we're never tempted beyond what we can bear. But these spirits want nothing more than to torment. And they'll be allowed to do that if we lack forgiveness in our hearts. So the tormenting by the unclean spirit, that you know, it sounds like mass demonic possession deliverance ministry, but I think it also could describe someone who has lacked forgiveness in his or her heart, and as a result is like the unforgiving servant in Jesus' parable in Matthew chapter 18, where Jesus said that, the, that our Heavenly Father will do to you if you don't forgive your brother or sister. Are you under this kind of torment? Maybe forget like the Hollywood movies about demonic possession and your head spinning all the way around and all that stuff. I think it's way more subtle than that. And that's really, really common. Uh, you may be under torment because of a lack of forgiveness in your heart towards someone who wronged you in the past. And for that reason, you're being disciplined by God for a lack of forgiveness. But all of that goes away in the direct presence of Jesus at this plateau. People are tormented by unclean spirits, but they're made well because they came to hear Jesus and to be healed. The whole crowd is all trying to touch him. And this is, this is where the power comes from. The power was coming out from him and healing them all. It's about Jesus. So if you... If you're a big fan of uh, this kind of stuff, deliverance ministry is what a lot of our charismatic friends refer to it as. Watch out for this. Look, the power is not coming out of the human. The power is coming out from Jesus. The power comes out from Jesus. This is setting the stage for the Sermon on the Plateau, which could be the Luke's rendition of the Sermon on the Mount. But at the center of it all, the power source of the whole thing is Jesus and Jesus alone. People from Tyre and Sidon, Jerusalem, uh, all over the place. They've all gathered to hear from Jesus. Would you come to church? If you've been out of fellowship, would you go back into church, come into the presence of the Holy Spirit of God alongside your brothers and sisters in Christ? Be healed and be delivered in Jesus' name.